Welcome to D&D and D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, and with me today are Beth and Mike. Say hi, Beth and Mike. Hello. Hi. Do you notice, Mike, that Gressel never says the C in the word welcome? Welcome. No. What, what? What does he do? Well, welcome. Welcome to D&D and D. I, am well, a, I have a, a oh. hardcore Midwest mumble. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, didn't notice that. I'm from the Midwest, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I, I have a, 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 a yeah, a, a big time mumble. I've noticed that. Listening oh. to my voice so much for five years. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I see. I'm glad you do now. <laughs> I don't, we'll, we'll see. We'll Next see. Time I, yeah. Welcome, Welcome to D and D and D, the dinner party role playing podcast. All of a sudden, you're just like, yeah, just like a robot. <laughs> Welcome to D and D Okay, enough of that. <clears throat> All right, we are recording. It's it's a weeknight. Yep. Weeknight energy. Long time listeners know what that means. (laughs) Strap yourselves in. Who knows what we're uh, uh, about to get up to. I just just really, I have like none of my stuff here. (laughs) (laughs) Weeknight energy. So we are doing it. We we are days from James and Chelsea's wedding. Mm -hmm. For those of you keeping track at home. Got my dress today. Yeah. Looks perfect. It fits me perfect. Yeah, Mike's, and it's Mike's it's so favorite good. color. Yeah, I love it. I love the purple so much. They're very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a frust- frustrating color to try to match ties with. <laughs> yeah. But I'll do it. I dropped my suit off at the dry cleaners. I wrote my speech today. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm glad that we get to wear purple. Oh, yeah, like, I am. At least, you know, a part of purple on a tie. You should wear a secret purple suit underneath your gray suit. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so later on in the night when, like, your favorite song comes on, you could be like, oh, finally, my time. <laughs> yeah. Just tear it tear Any it Prince song that comes out, I'll just <gasps> rip off my normal suit, my purple suit. <laughs> that would be very, very cool. I'd love it. We don't have, well, you could have gotten change. purple lining on the inside. We didn't get custom, oh. custom suits like James, but. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Wait, does the inside of James's suit. Is there something special? He got to choose like the lining and shit. He did like the whole. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> he's Chelsea's he's name unreal. over and over yeah. and over. <laughs> uh, it's like a trapper keeper surface. That he's just scratched it in with ballpoint pen. <laughs> hearts with arrows through them. Little that weird S shape that everyone draws. Oh my god. Do kids still have? No way. No way. Do kids have trapper keepers anymore? No, they they're not called trapper iPads. keepers. Yeah, right? That's what they're called. Yeah. Uh, the Bujo <laughs> community has physical drawing the things. Heck did you just say? Bujo. What is a Bujo? Bullet journal. Okay. Ah, uh, right, right, right. I, if I, you know, you know. I did. <laughs> I'm not part of the cool kids. I guess I not. Guess. The Bougies? No, I don't have that. The Bougie Bitches? <laughs> the Bougie Bitches. No, <laughs> I have, hashtag Bougie Bitches. I have a thing called uh, Notepad. <laughs> Or text edit on my computer. <laughs> That's where all my notes are. That's when James sent me his vows in a text edit file. <laughs> 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 and I had to like scroll across. To well, you're it. supposed to oh open it in Notepad plus plus. Oh well, okay. Excuse I'm me. I'm pretty sure he wrote it in Notepad plus I plus. <laughs> new to the 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 PC See, world. If you guys so. were Bujo bitches, then it would be easy. It would just be on the piece of paper. He could walk up here and hand it to you. I'm a PP bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, plus, bitch. No, you're a pee pee bitch. No, <laughs> you said it. 
Then get some water. All right. <clears throat> Swallow that on mic. Yeah. Should I keep that in? Just some nice full. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Oh! <laughs> wow. Hey, can you actually Whoa. re-record that and then I can use it as a free sound effect in <laughs> yeah. my job? Because that was some good foley. Oh, that was real. <laughs> Stop it! When James left the show for temporarily to get married, I thought. Away. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're stepping into the James shoes with your James feet. <laughs> I can't escape the James's mouth noises. Oh, I, I will do my best for that to be a, a, a one-time event. <laughs> um. Wow! I like being punched. <laughs> I'm impressed, and I liked it. <laughs> Uh, we don't have a uh, particular meal tonight. Did we talk about how sushi ended up being like a, a super duper actually community shared thing? Food? Yeah, no, we haven't. We had we we recorded before we did that, and yeah. we have not recorded since we did that. So we, we could talk about that yet. Post sushi conversation here, uh, we ordered enough sushi to fill a whole boat. We dude. ate for three days. Yeah. yeah, it was a mistake. I did cook. It, it was not a mistake. Day. It was great. It was a little bit of a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was like five different fish and three full raw fillets of each fish. It was so much fish. One third of that would have fed all six of us. It would have been comfortably. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it was, mm. you know, spread out over the course of three days. Um, but what ended up happening is we had this like smorgasbord of build your own hand roll mm-hmm. around the island, and we would just walk in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> right, just keep rotating. Yeah, and I probably ate about seven of those, and different variations of it, and like we we all shared we shared technique with each other in different sauces. And mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, it was so good. It was very su- social. It was super fun. Yeah, it, it did end up being very shared. It was. It was a. It was a very cool thing. It, it's a very. It was a very exciting meal to eat sushi until you are tired of sushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does not happen often. Uh, and and it was very exciting to do that. And it was all. It was all delicious. It ended up being great. Um, you know. And then and then yeah. Then after a couple days, we couldn't eat it raw anymore, so I cooked it. <laughs> um. And had you guys over again mm-hmm. to, to finish it off. He sous vide salmon. I sous vide the salmon. Lemon and butter. I grilled the uh, the compachi and the tuna. Overcooked the tuna. But oh well, what are you going to do? You guys ate it anyways. <laughs> 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 Made some uh, coconut mango rice. And what what did you do with have? the amberjack? I just grilled that. That was great. That turned out really good. I was really happy. The, grilled the, the bok choy. You made, you made a green verde uh, I did. I made a namjim. Numjim. Yes, a Thai uh, green sauce that uh, was inspired by a, a Thai fish sauce that we had at a restaurant here in LA that uh, I loved and wanted to try to recreate. And I was pretty happy with how it turned out. It was excellent. Yeah. Did you did you end up using any more of it? Uh, no, I forgot that I owned it. I also forgot that I had Until more just of now. it. Yeah. <laughs> he sent us home with some and I for, totally forgot. Yeah. Could have put that on the chicken meatballs. Yeah. Ooh, that would have been good. Yeah, damn it. Mm. Oh, well, instead I made, this is not, this is not my show where I cook things, but <laughs> I made a mushroom cream sauce from scratch for the first time. And oh, whoa. It was so good. It was so much better than I was expecting nice. it to be. Yeah. What'd you put it on? Uh, put it on chicken meatballs. Perfect. And mm-hmm. mashed potatoes. Nice. Yep. How'd you do it? No, it was real simple. Real simple. Uh, Oil and plant-based butter 
sauteed, I think it was shiitake mushrooms that I'd gotten from Imperfect. Cut up half an onion, put that in there with some garlic, took that down, made a roux with flour and uh, almond milk, finished it off with salt. It's really simple, good, clean stuff. And it came together and was like way more robust than I was expecting. I think the shiitake mushrooms were a flavor surprise. Two thumbs up. I'm going to just interject here. And this is a little bit from my life. And I want to tell all of our listeners to what, what you just heard Beth describe. Is something that uh, my grandma would tell me these things, and I didn't really care, and I wish I did, because, <laughs> you know, listening to her talk about what she ate and what was in it and how it was made, uh, now as a, you know, I, I never really cooked. I was never interested in cooking. I didn't. So, just just listen to your grandmas if they're talking about it and be <laughs> interested, because it's, I miss my grandma, and I wish I could, like, oh, talk like- uh, to her and, you know. Be like, oh, yeah, I made this and explain, you know, how I made cookies or you know, something like that. You know, so for just- the first time, um, Mike was cooking we, this, this chicken meatballs and mashed potatoes dinner that we had. Um, I had gone. I've been doing Ikea stuff for reasons, but I was there and I was like, I'll just pick up some like easy heat up stuff. Brought them home and it's just mashed potatoes in a bag. Um, and so Mike was like prepping that on the stove. And for the first time ever, he turns to me and he's like, you know what? I could make this better. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it wasn't what? even an I can like I know mm-hmm. I just this was fast <laughs> yeah. yeah it was like a I, yeah. I homemade is better I know how to make this mm-hmm. I could just whip this out I don't want the store bought I want to make it from scratch and yeah. it was such a wonderful thing to to have I'm watching Mike blossom into a chef <laughs> into a home cook and it's uh, really exciting for me I love that yeah, and that's that. uh, bringing it back to my grandma. My grandma would be so happy to know that I would have said that out loud, you know? Am I a so. stand-in for your grandma, Loki? Yeah, they think a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well I, I, that's awesome. I, I completely agree with you. I never really knew my grandparents. I, I think that, so, like, I also didn't, you know, get to, like, ask about grandma recipes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and I would have loved to. I just bought uh, an Irish cookbook and a German cookbook to try to find some more like heritagey kind of stuff. Like when, like, because you, you guys brought over the pierogies and yeah, you know, and like family recipes and stuff like that. I think that's something that I've, I'm chasing a little bit right now to try to find what my cooking is. Mm. It know? makes you feel closer to your family, even mm-hmm. if you didn't know them, or you know, I think it's just really cool. And it's I, just another way of telling a story with food, you know, the, yeah. you're keeping that going and, and that's really cool. And I also want to say on the air that uh, Beth is a very good cook <laughs> and, <laughs> and we, we don't talk about that enough on the show that like it, other, <laughs> you know, like it's not just me, you know, <laughs> so I, I just want to say that, that, you know, we did, we had the, we had the, the good egg, but other than that, <laughs> you know. Old cabbage, good egg. I'm a great cook. <laughs> the grandma stuff. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Kressel. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Mike uh, is an excellent baker as well. So I'm trying. I, yes. Like I'm really good at one or two things. He's uh, uh, he's a perf- perfect baker. He starts and then gets really good at a thing, and then he moves on to the next thing, and he gets really good at that. So he's just going down the list of uh, baked good. Yeah. I appreciate that. I love the food journey that our kind of like friend group has been on yeah. in the last few years. Um, all right. We'll get back to the journey of these characters, though. Let's um, do it. And, uh, and pick up where we left 
uh, terrible let, food journey for those characters. Yes, they have they have had a rough time. You know, you know, I have I I. It is kind of funny. I was thinking about like we never had really scenes of in D and D and D and and not really in the prequel either. We have very very few scenes of the characters actually eating. Yeah, we're punished <laughs> when we eat. Usually, <laughs> there's very few uh, there's very few moments of actual uh, food consumption on my food adventure show. <laughs> but um, but that's. Uh, just a byproduct of trying to get the entertainment value up for you, the listeners. And keeping James away from the chewing noises. That's opportunities. true. He he would <laughs> revel in a in an, He'd be doing it right now. He would be. I think he probably is. He doesn't realize that it's in re- reaction to knowing that. Like <laughs> yeah, he's just downstairs talking to his parents. Like, why am I chewing? Why am I chewing? <laughs> Chewy senses are tingling. Oh. Uh, but yeah, we are going to continue the story, though, of uh, Nils Katheria as they venture through the Feywild uh, in their uh, first adventure together. So uh, last we left you guys off, you were investigating the disappearance of uh, the dinner guests of the wizard Plinther and Belamore uh, in order to try to find your way back to your world. During the course of that investigation, you ended up in the, the big city of the Feywild and were trying to track down a mysterious cult that may have been behind this these kidnappings. The cult uh, of the White Oak is what you uh, have been looking for. That's the insignia that you've been looking for. You were led into a trap by a, a nefarious bartender who was a member of this cult, or so he claimed, uh, that he led you into a abandoned magic shop where he attacked you with some bugs. Some bugs. Some bugs. Navia was nearly killed uh, after having a worse fear realized, uh, being attacked by a a monstrous spider, but you guys saved her. After you defeated the bartender, uh, Nils ultimately dealing the uh, final blow. Killing blow. Killing Killing blow, blow, yes. Uh, You discovered that there was a hidden door uh, in the basement of this abandoned magic shop that leads somewhere unknown. Uh, It seems that the uh, key as it were, was a uh, mysterious stick that you found on the body of your fallen foe. So that is where we're going to pick up, right at that moment where the, uh, the stick passed through the image of a uh, tree that was drawn on the wall of this uh, basement. The stick that Nils pokes the wall with passes through the wall, and your hand with it. You don't feel any resistance. You don't feel like any kind of... Um, it's as though you're just moving through air. It's like, not cold. Or it's anything. not cold. Um, it, well, it doesn't feel. You know, it's it's it. You're under. You're slightly underground, so it's not. You know, there's no temperature difference from where you were from the basement into yeah. wherever whatever is on the other side of this wall. Okay. The image doesn't completely fade. It's it's not like you poke it and then a door uh, appears. The 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 tree image stays on the wall, but uh, your arm holding this stick can pass through this wall. In this immediate moment, at least, uh, until you tell me different, you have not crossed through this threshold to report back to anybody as to what is on the other side. You have just poked in. So that is where we are going to uh, start. And what do you do? Okay, we have a couple options here. My arm's through here. We could all link up, hold hands, and maybe pass through together, or I could go ahead by myself. 
I don't because I don't know if 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 holding this like if I go all the way through, can you guys get through without the stick? Why does he keep wanting to hold hands? I'm. I told you, I think he likes you. It shouldn't be a mystery now. Now, but his arm around you, he's trying to hold hands. It's a classic. He likes you. Moves. Dude, I've never dealt with something like this before. There's that Stephen kid a few years ago, but we were so young. I walk back up. I pull my hand out of the the wall. Do you guys? So what are we doing? Well, um, I I would just I felt weird just <clears throat> holding my arm up there. Uh, uh. Okay, grab my hand. Majumbo. <laughs> Majumbo has grabbed Nils's hand in lieu of you. In lieu of you, he's just like yes. <laughs> and I, I think I'm going to grab Navia's hand and Majumbo's hand and look at Nils. All right, we're good. Yes, we have linked. All right, this I think is safest. And then I point the stick at the tree and let's go. <laughs> oh, a little bit over eager to maybe. Uh, put some distance between you and the body of the cultist that you had uh, killed. When you cross the threshold of the the tree door, uh, you find yourselves in a uh, very dungeon-like staircase. It's all stone, rough-hewn stone, uh, a stone wall, uh, and it is a staircase that descends uh, into an unknown location. When you step there is an echo with each step. It's as though you are entering into something uh, rather cavernous. And once uh, all four of you are through, uh, the wall behind you returns to just stone. There's, there's no indication of uh, the doorway at all. The illusion seems to have filled in as uh, all of you pass through. Can I make a mental note of where this is? I've still got my staff, which is a light. Mm-hmm. And I, I just... Is there any kind of visual indication that that is where the door is? There's nowhere else to be. So it's, yeah. We're at the end of a path. You're at the end of a path. You're at the top of a staircase that's probably only about five or six feet wide. It's a pretty narrow staircase. And it's also not very tall. So, well, you're the tallest of, of the group of you, or uh, Katheria. And even you, not super tall, uh, have to stoop a little bit to get through. Um, it would have been an uncomfortable descent for the uh, orcish cultist uh, if he were the one who regularly descends the staircase. Linked together as you are, it's rather uncomfortable to move around. You could have warned us that this was such a narrow space. Okay. Keep your voice down. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I didn't know. Uh, And the first okay uh, echoes down this staircase off these stone walls, uh, and it is returned uh, back. You get the sense that at the bottom of wherever this is, once the light kind of fades, it opens up into something much bigger. Uh, and and Katheria, when you look down in the direction of the Echo, you once again get those flashes of dark vision. It's, uh, it's very disorienting. It's starting to bother you. It's not having a physical effect. You're not getting headaches or anything, but it's just like that kind of like weird switch in your vision. It, it's, it's, it's so disorienting. You're going to have a uh, disadvantage on anything having to do with uh, visual precision <sighs> for a little bit while, you, while you're casting this light with your staff. Is your vision... What do you, what do you mean flickering? I mean, the... the I don't really need this light, but the rest of you do, so... Sometimes I can see further than, than before, and sometimes it's, it's really messing with my... 
Oh, with my head. What, what do you mean? Like, like dark vision? I suppose that would maybe be what this is. That doesn't make any sense. Did you cast it on yourself? Or I, I haven't. I haven't cast anything on you. I haven't searched. I, I don't. I don't think unless this is something new that. No, it doesn't feel like you. Do you want to try my glasses? And she pulls out like eyeglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. Are we descending the stairs? Yeah, this you're is like happening? walking. Yeah, I do. I'm. I'm. I let go of everybody's hands and put the glasses on. They don't really do much. Like you get the sense that maybe, like you, I, I feel like Ethereum maybe always suspected that Navius glasses were aesthetic. I was. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> There's. This is nothing. Navia, not this is nothing. It's not nothing. It's, if it was something, then it would change the way that I see things, and it doesn't change anything. But it changes the way that people see you. Ah. I turn back and look to make sure everybody's doing all right. And it's like, where'd you get those glasses? I take them off. <laughs> <laughs> they look good. What are you doing? They don't, but they don't work. What's the point if they don't oh, work? Oh, no. Believe me, they work. The, they, no, they literally don't. And I, I give them to <laughs> <laughs> well, not on me. They clash with my face. I mean, come on. Well, I'll try. And one. I already had, like that. I have very specific frames. Your head's too big, and I take them back from <laughs> before they can be handed to Nils. Oh, my ears are too big, and now my face is too ears. big. Oh, I, I know. Saying, I don't want you to break touching these. It, that's They're touching not a mine. Subject that I'm not comfortable with. But although, and I turned to Navia, it would be okay if they broke because they don't work. Again, I, I just have to interject here. They work. They don't work. I don't. <laughs> By the time you, you, you finished arguing. They literally don't do anything. By the time you finished arguing about, or at least for the moment, finished arguing about the glasses, um, you've come to the bottom of the staircase. It wasn't a particularly long descent, but uh, it was a descent nonetheless. You are uh, definitely underground. And your steps continue to echo. Even your whispers are echoing a little bit. And you've found that you are in a rather large cavern. Or what at least appeared at first to be a cavern. Until you look uh, left and right and realize it might be more of a tunnel. Uh, would be a better way of describing it. And it's pretty cleanly bored, this tunnel. It's a, it's a pretty... Ooh, I'm going to the wall. I need to make an investigation on what the heck might have bored this tunnel. Because you said rough hewn for the staircase yes. down, and mm-hmm. this is different. Huh? This is different for sure. This is sto- this is this is like rock and earth, and it looks as though yeah, it's a pretty, very very uh, circular, clean. I mean, it, you know, it's earth and rough the te- the texture of it, but it looks as though. There was a specific thing that moved through this to to make this tunnel. Does it seem to be manufactured specific thing or like big worm specific thing? Uh, roll investigation That's or nature, be... I guess. Oh, thank goodness! I suppose it's the same. It's the same roll. It's both plus one. Eight. Eight doesn't tell you much. Eight, eight tells you that this is definitely different from the stairs. It wasn't um, made by any kind of tools that you. Uh, recognize. Do you see my jumbo? The glasses don't work. Were you looking for something specific? You were just looking, you went up to the wall and you looked at the wall and you, oh. you know, if, if, we're, if we're going to be adventuring together communication. Okay, okay, Can you're I commu- right. The rules, right? You, you gotta go left. You gotta, 
I, I forget what the other rule was off the top of my head. Uh, be Not flexible. Let's call it be rule. flexible. And, uh, uh, you know, communication. I held up four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Did the bug juice crack up? What? The, these, this cave looks very like it was car. Is it possible that somebody used a big moonbeam and made this tunnel? That's what I was trying to investigate, Majumbo. There's uh, something different about the wall here as compo- compared to the stairs. Well. Like a big moonbeam. Let's. What do you think a moonbeam can't carve through Earth? Let me uh, just a strong moonbeam. Magic. Could. And perhaps we will find out if this was a moonbeam or, or not. Uh, it's going to be a no. And uh, Majumbo casts <laughs> detect magic. Uh, and he, he can sense the presence of magic. He, he starts to play. Uh, he starts to play uh, some music on his flute. He seems very affected by this song. Nothing really happens. Nothing happens for you guys, but he starts to get really into it, and he starts kind of swaying around. Uh, what you guys can't see is the way that the music is reacting with the environment around him to uh, highlight magical energies, and uh, he doesn't see anything particular. Uh, particularly magic on the walls, uh, but he does get a faint aura. A little bit down the tunnel, a little ways down the tunnel, and uh, he he says, "There's a glow coming from over here. There's something. It's not a moonbeam, maybe. <gasps> we, oh. But we, it, you. It, you know, there's no bad ideas in brainstorming. But we should head over. <laughs> there's there is something magical in this direction. We should check it out. It's left, and you do. You head left, and you head down the tunnel a little bit, and you get to what looks like a big, like a stalk, like a a organic curved it's about seven feet tall it sticks out of the ground it's very strange it's, it's just kind in the of middle of in the, a big round in the middle of a hall. Big, big round yeah tunnel. big round tunnel there's this big stalk and it's sitting there and as you get closer to it katheria you start feeling something in your pocket move oh okay i a rummage and you pull out the leaf with the little cotton ball attached to it that you had picked up from the body of the the cultist zolmuthu when you unfold it you, you feel it that that's the thing that's kind of moving the little cotton ball that was attached to it a little fuzzy ball yeah from that ball has emerged three small worms oh oh one for each of you <laughs> <laughs> ew what no no thank you no you can have mine i don't want them worms now having brought the worms out they start to glow and the stalk starts to glow a little bit. Oh, go put them on the stalk. Maybe they'll eat the stalk. Or maybe there are more worms. Oh. I won the last bet. Hmm. But do it. <laughs> <laughs> but just try. Bring the worms over. I tim- timidly do. And the worms, one of them, one of the three, uh, starts to crawl from the leaf to your hand. Oh. Yeah. And, you know... Slimier, slimier than you were expecting. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> uh, and it crawls onto the stalk, and you watch it inchworm its way up the stalk to the top, and where it embeds itself into the little bobble at the top of the stalk. And that bobble blooms into a flower that lights up. That's exactly what I thought this was going to do. <laughs> I wrap up the other two worms. <laughs> Yeah, save those for later. And it casts this bright light that starts to uh, pulse different colors. 
down this tunnel. That's all that happens. This is pulsing light. Is the, we can we see anything? Has this illuminated anything else it's, in the environment? It's it's shed more light than your staff. I think I'm going to put that out. Yeah, you kind of it's kind of redundant now yeah. at this point. Other than uh, now, you're getting it's just different. It's just more colorful. Your staff is an, is a normal white light, and this is you know different like fuchsias and blues and and seafoam greens and so it's a very different colored lights, but it's very evenly oof, 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 with the with the pulses. You you cannot see where either end of this tunnel goes. That's so, that's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. And then there starts to be a rumble. Oh, you feel that? I do. You can all feel it. It's very the it it, it starts vibrating the whole tunnel. Is that the little worm? The worms that that you still have on your person have not changed size. The worm in the stalk hasn't emerged from the stalk or anything. It just made this light, and that's still going. And there's this rumble. And then from the right end of the tunnel, the light starts hitting something. Oh, what? Inv- oh, what? And with each pulse of the oh. light, not only does the rumble get louder and more intense, but this thing is getting closer and closer and closer. And after a few pulses, you realize that it is like right up on you and it is moving very, very, very fast. Is it, is it as big as the tunnel? Almost. Oh, my God. Can yeah, we, can we avoid this? getting very close. Uh, to, the, to, the, to the edges. Flat. Everyone flat as you can. Uh, and you, you shrink back as close as you can to the, to the edge of the tunnel. And this giant worm. It was oh. a worm! <laughs> Cat knew! She knows she, knows she didn't <laughs> like the worm. Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick announcements, then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 8 of the prequel series. And thanks for your patience as we released a couple days late this week. Uh, Sorry about that, but we're very excited to get this episode out to you. And we will be back as uh, scheduled on February 9th. Uh, That is the second Wednesday in February. And we'll continue with the uh, every other week releases as we continue the prequel series. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. That's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. This giant worm slithers its way with with great speed down this tunnel and then just slams to a halt right in front of you. Ah. In front of us? Mm Mm-hmm. Hello? What's its face, dude? <laughs> it's it does not have facial features. It doesn't have a discernible like eye or nose does or anything. Does it have a tip? Is it a it nub? Has a, it <laughs> certainly has a tip, and it looks as though this tip could open into a mouth. But that's the only kind of indication that it's any kind of front or back end. There's no eyes or nose or ears or anything like that. It's very segmented. It's very worm-like. Uh, you can't really tell what color it is. It's reflecting the colors of this pulsing light, and it is stopped right in front of this pulsing light. And it's just kind of sitting there. And now that it's stopped and the rumbling has subsided, it is kind of softly roaring. That's kind of the best way of describing the noise that it's making. Mm. And and this mouth is is parting a little bit with each of these soft roars. It doesn't appear antagonistic. It's not like turning to try to eat you or anything. It's just it it's slammed to a stop right in front of this light and it's sitting there. Did, uh, well, did we did we kill it? 
No, I don't think so. Don't kill it, no. Majumbo, maybe play your flute. Oh, um, Maybe it likes music, <laughs> if it likes the light. And he just kind of like plays a song. And it doesn't really react. It's, it's just kind of stop. It just, it's just stopped at that light. Okay. Huh. That was a good tune. I find it moving, but you know, it's not for everybody. Then move this big guy. I'm going to approach it. Okay. Careful. And I'm going to cast Beast Bond. Okay. Whoa. Now this will only work if this creature is friendly to me. Or charmed by me. Okay. You establish a telepathic link with one beast you touch. Until the spell ends, the link is active while you and the beast are within a line of sight of each other. And through the link, the beast can understand your telepathic method messages to it, and it can telepathically communicate simple emotions and concepts back to you. The beast is friendly in as much it is not, as it is not anti- antagonistic, so the spell works. You touch it. It is rough, but not unpleasant to touch. Oh, not slimy. Not slimy. Firm. Kind of like molded plastic. Oh. Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> Call back. Oh, okay. Touching it? All right. But be gentle. I walk over and I gently pet it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. It, 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 if you're trying to understand its simple emotions, yeah. it is neither happy nor sad. It is very neutral in its emotions. Can I ask it? Are you waiting for a command? No, not so much a command. It's a, it's a, it is a giant worm, so it's very dumb. Hmm. So uh, communication is very, very vague, but you, get, you, you telepathically, telepathically understand that command is not right. So can, I, can I ask it what it wants? To go. You get the sense of the verb to go. I think I figured this out. What? I think these stalks are markers within a traversal system, and this worm's job, perhaps, is to move from marker to marker, and we've summoned it here. I'm going to try to relay that to the worm to see if I get a confirmation vibe. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think you, get, you get a... No, no emotional friction to that no, one. No, nothing about that. It doesn't bump against any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he know the next... Way to go? Does he know where the next light is? Once he's summoned, I'm sure. Well, that means we have to walk and try to find it, right? That is curious. Right? Um, can I show it the baby worms? As best you can. You don't really know. It doesn't have it doesn't eyeballs. Have eyeball. Can you use your light, your staff, and maybe trick it? Why am I the one who has to do all of this? Because you, it's your you, staff. You took the, you, you did take the initiative with the worm. and Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm sorry. I I know that normally the the animals I would I would be all about, but it's it, what is a worm if not a big bug? Yeah, it sounds like you're shirking responsibilities right now. I do like it doesn't have a million legs. Multiple legs really freak me out, but it is still a big bug. Okay, Navia, I can forgive you. You're going getting over something. Yeah, hey, yeah, I did nearly die. Nils, I don't appreciate the sass from you right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll go try to do this. Hey, why do I have to do everything? I don't know. It doesn't. Was that me? Was that supposed to be me? Yeah. It was obviously you. Thanks, yeah. Obviously. I'm yeah. just saying. He's not wrong. Thanks. I mean, no offense, <sighs> but... In our world, I would imagine that a worm such as this would function as a transportation system for us, but I don't see a saddle anywhere. Maybe we gotta get in its mouth. Get in its mouth? Yeah. Majumbo walks in front of the worm, 
And he's like, is there, is there like an open word or shaggle? No, I don't Jumbo, know. you can't be serious. We're trying. There's not sense. a saddle. And I, I, I think you are right, Kat. I think that it makes sense that this is, this is some sort of transit system. But there is no saddle. Maybe I, there's I, seats I, inside. Maybe, Who yeah, knows? I mean. Kat regrets <laughs> traveling with these bozos. It's like a bus. Like a, like a worm bus. Like a worm bus. Worm. A bus worm. A bur. Bus. Wormbus. A worm. Wormbus. Wormbus makes sense. <laughs> Can I investigate the worm for a foothold? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 12. A 12 is enough. Yes, and a 12 is enough <laughs> to see that there are not footholds. <laughs> <laughs> I go on uh, and I. I tap it like I like I knock on the front on, on the, the front. tip. Yeah, in three sections it opens up. Ew, and there is a little bit of slime. Okay, in that it can put your light in there. Put my here. I rock it at him. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> you toss. like chuck it? I, yeah. All right, okay, okay, athletics right. roll. Okay. See if you catch it. With ease, 25, one-handed, no look, grab it, thanks. Yeah, yeah. like like twist it around in one hand, yeah. Yeah. and it's just there. I'm so bitter. Yeah. I stick this thing in the worm's mouth to see if there's anything inside, like seats. It, there aren't so much seats, but it is very large, and, and like there is space within this to go in, and it's like, it like kind of shudders with life. Okay. You know, and the oh. other the other weird thing about it too is that inside of it you can see through outside. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. I'll, so my plan is I'll go inside, and we'll see if the mouth closes. And if it closes, then I'll knock three times. And then if it opens, then we'll all get in the worm bus. And what if it doesn't? Then I'll take my hammer and I'll smash my way out. Well, I couldn't find you've got holds, so it's the yeah. best plan of it as ever. And then just moonbeam it if if I can't get out. It, it won't be the first time you've been swallowed by something giant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell Kat that story some other time. Uh, and Nils steps into the worm with that. <laughs> and its jaws close. <laughs> <laughs> On Kat's face, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and the, there's a, uh, the worm kind of rocks softly a little bit. And uh, Nils inside of it, you kind of, it's very squishy. Yeah. Um, and you kind of get like jostled a little. Um, and then the worm takes off. <laughs> no, no, my staff. <laughs> <laughs> and Majumba's like, no, no, and he grabs the worm. Oh. Uh, and let's let's roll a uh, athletics roll for Majumbo to see how... Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Wormbus. Oh, uh, and, and Nat 20 athletics roll for uh, Majumbo, so he's going to grab that like first section of the worm and hold on. Uh, as the worm starts to take off, and, and now we're in like bullet time, <laughs> as Jesus. the worm starts to speed away with Nils inside. Nils, you can see where there's not like organs and stuff on the walls of the worm. Mm-hmm. You can see through its like carapace. It's weirdly transparent from That's the inside. Um, it's like one of those car decals that you can see from the outside. You can see out from the inside, but you can't see in. Got it. That's like what you're looking through with the carapace. So you see Jumbo like, like, like a Garfield, you know, yeah, yeah. stuck to the window. Am I close enough to try this as well? Oh, yeah. 
All right, I'm gonna bullet time primal savagery my fingernails long. Oh, nice! And try to grab on. All right, advantage then on this check. Nice. Uh, Navia is gonna do something similar where she's going to uh, thorn whip to try to grab the mm. uh, the thing, and uh, so we'll do a uh, advantage roll for her strength athletics. Ah. Good thing we had advantage for Navia. She's gonna have a twenty two. Katheria of your rolls, the fourteen, 14. is better. Fourteen will do it. You'll that'll that'll grab. You'll grab a hole, but you you have a little bit of rougher go. Oh, <laughs> um, of course, it. I do. Uh, and this thing <laughs> knows you're you're like s- sitting comfortably, <laughs> uh, like a squishy worm tongue, <laughs> and, yeah, and everybody else is like gripping for dear life as this thing rockets down this tunnel. Out from the worm, you can see for quite some time you're just in this tunnel. There's nothing else but just this earthen tunnel that you're being carried through. But eventually, you get to a enormous cavern. And here the worm just drops. And you inside of the worm, this is where you get jostled. Everybody else grabbing a hold is just grabbing on for dear life and nothing really changes for them. But here suddenly with the direction change, you just Mm -hmm. like if you jumped on an elevator, you're just like thrown up suddenly and you hit the top of the worm's mouth and you get kind of gross and squishy. It follows this path into this enormous cavern and now it's just kind of snaking its way through this cavern and it's it. It's still moving with great speed, but it's a little bit more relaxed in the way that it's moving now that it's not in this uh, specific tunnel. And you all can see this cavern is this huge underground lake that you ha- you've arrived in. There's uh, waterfalls feeding uh, like an aquifer underneath, its ground, uh, underneath the ground. Uh, there's stalactites hanging from the ceiling, or whichever one it is, mites or tights. And all weird, giant, fanciful mushrooms growing all around, all these different colors. They're all bioluminescent. Mm. Um, and they're glowing with colors similar to the outside Feywild. So you have these bright oranges and purples and things, but but they're uh they're like a little bit cooler toned than their their uh above ground counterparts. Um you see more green than you did uh above ground, but it's uh, more in like spots on the mushrooms and stuff. It's it's more a, more of a, a highlight um, than the main color would be like in your world. There's a couple creatures, flying creatures that that fly through this open, big open cave, and they kind of squawk at the worm as it starts winding its way through. Majumbo, with his good good net twenty roll, has um, climbed his way on top of the worm, so he's just kind of sitting there, uh, <laughs> enjoying himself, taking it all in. He's like, "Wow, this is." This is an incredible place. We've really found ourselves in. Can you hear me in there? And he like knocks on the on the top of the worm. I look up and I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I just yell, yes. Can I, can I hear him? Yeah, you can. Yeah? You okay. can. It, it, the, it's like muffled. Yeah, it's like muffled, but the, the, the carapace of the worm seems to be thinner um, than you would think that with the strength that it has. Mm. Um, but you can hear him. Uh, it is a little muffled, but you can hear him. Can we hear Nils? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're a little bit further back than Majumbo, having grabbed after the worm started to take off. But you can, you can mu- muffled, but you can hear him. Yeah, and he appear, he sounds unharmed, undigested, <laughs> <laughs> unswallowed. <laughs> what you also start to see, though, Navia and Katheria roll uh, nature rolls. You would think my nature would be a little bit better, but I did get a sixteen. Sixteen's better than uh, Navia. She got a fifteen. 
Kathiria, you start to see uh, on the on what is the ceiling of this cave. You see roots growing down from from the above ground ground. <laughs> These roots connect into a a root system. They all seem to be uh, leading to these these deep deep roots that snake all the way down the walls of this cavern um and they are similar to that tree that you ran into uh above ground in the the shady part of town that weird the tree the one that hurt me the one that hurt you the one that uh that navia said was was sick you see that there's the same kind of uh infection or illness in this root system, all the way through a bunch of these different trees or, or plants of some kind that are that are feeding into this root system, there's almost a pulse in 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 the the deeper it goes and the bigger these roots get. There's almost like a pulse to it, and there's there's a visual red current running through it of of is it magical energy? Is it some sort of liquid? You can't tell at this distance, but there's. There is something off about these roots in a in a very strange and specific way, and and uh, you immediately clock it as like this is ve- this is the thing from that tree that that hurt hurt me, and it, it must be connected somehow. All these these it's reaching all over. You can this cavern goes on for hundreds of yards, and all these different root systems connect to this this crater uh, trunk down deeper into the cavern. Uh, and it it seems bad, like it, you get bad nature vibes yeah. from it. You you the druids, both of you. Navy says it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to just be that one tree. It's it's, it's all of them, cat. It's, it's, what what's going on? It's all around us. Can we stop the worm? We have to try to figure out what this is. And it, it, she knocks on the side of the worm. Nils, can you stop? You said, what can you, can you stop it? Can I stop it? Uh, and then I. I stomp three times real hard. (laughs) (laughs) And the worm screeches to a halt. What? Uh, You, the the residual effects of your, your beast bond, uh, Katheria. Yeah. You just, you just hear like, uh, like this groan of like, stop. (laughs) 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 Like it's, it understands that that is a, 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 a command. Wow. Um, from within it. Uh, and it screeches to a halt. And those of you who are hanging on need to make uh, athletics <laughs> oh, checks <my> again. <laughs> Lest ye be thrown from the worm. How's it gonna go, cat? Not great. It's gonna be a five from me. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Seven from Navia. <laughs> you, you, guys are so, you guys are so distracted by the, the root system. Just like, Niels, can you stop it? Bump, bump, bump. And you just tumble from the room, uh, and you like land in like a big mushroom, and you're all covered in it, it. You know how if you like smush a mushroom in your yard, it's super soft. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Is this giant mushroom is super soft, and you just like imprint into it, and are, you're like all covered in spores and everything. I stay there. <laughs> uh. Navy is next to you, and she pushes it off from you. She's just focused on those trees and she starts, she crawls her way out of the mushroom. There's nothing really to grab and it just kind of like falls apart as she's trying to get her, get out. I think as she's getting out, I'm like slowly sliding off of it because she's destroying yeah. the mushroom. <laughs> yeah, right. It just falls apart now around you guys. I'm like, no. <laughs> I want to get out of this. a moment of rest. I want to get out of the worm. 
the worm's mouth opens up and you step out totally fine. Oh, Machumbo, where are you at? He's just on top of the worm. He's oh, like, hey, that's a way to travel, isn't it? Here, grab, hold this staff real quick. I need to write this down in my notebook. I toss him up the, the staff. He catches it. Uh, and he kind of waves it around to look around because he can't see very far. He's just a man. Um, and it is a dark cave except for the uh, glowing mushrooms and stuff. So there's pockets of darkness and stuff. But but Katheria, you can now see full dark vision. It's not clipping anymore. It's active. I don't feel well. <laughs> uh, and there's these weird root systems. And you you now that you're on the surface of this cave, you see that they're kind of snaking all over. There's this there's this these roots that are growing all around this cave and they have this weird red pulse through them and and they're actually physically pulsing almost it's it's uh it's dis- for for navia it is disturbing she is not happy about this and she goes over uh to one of these roots and she uh is going to roll nature to try to figure out what is up but she can't quite place it she's like i know we i know that we we this seems so familiar from, from something that we've read about, but I, I, I can't quite place it. There's something monstrous and evil about this. I, can, I, I really, truly believe that it, it, this is an evil energy. This isn't, this isn't just me loving trees. This is, this is a weird... No. It almost seems like blood. Roll with advantage. Nature? Yes. Having said, it almost seems like blood. My advantage roll is a 12. With with saying, it almost seems like blood. And I remember, I'm like laying back on this mushroom, staring at the entirety of this cave system mm-hmm. with my dark, new, newly acquired dark vision. Mm-hmm. Taking it all in. Yeah. Just, it's sensory overload in a way. And you're also very confused. It's like, why do you have dark vision suddenly? Why am I, why am I in a cave? <laughs> why are there these two dummy boys with us? How, I was in bed <laughs> 36 hours ago. <laughs> And you're in the, like, beautiful temple at Galamithi area. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm here on a favor. <laughs> <laughs> and you're having this moment of, like, what's going on? And you look up and uh, Nils has walked over to help you up. Oh, what's... Why is you look mushroomy? And I brush off as much of the spores like, and here, here's your staff. I'm still on the ground. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you have her like being full into this mushroom with just like eyes not moving, eyes looking up at Nils, who's like, You look mushroomy, and he leans down and just starts brushing me off <laughs> while I'm still lying there. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. And I put my hand up to be held up. Oh, and I grab helped, it. Helped up. I grab it and I pull her up. And then I, yeah, then I not a majumbo to toss me the staff. I, I don't need it. Well, I need it. Right to you. <laughs> Thank you, but uh, the light. I, I don't need the light. You can see? I can see. I've never been able to see like this before. Oh. Was it the mushroom? Uh, it's been happening since before the mushroom. It might be the bug juice, to be honest with you. I don't think that opened up. That would be... I'm just, I'm just I didn't saying get that to it see started. Anything. Oh. Sometime around then. A lot of our problems did start with this bug juice. I'm starting to regret maybe ch- the chant. The chant was maybe a lot. I, yeah. You know. It was but, a little childish. Right. Dude, I cannot wait to tell Nicholas about the worms. 
I think this will definitely help you make up some ground with with your family. This is this yeah. is an adventure. I, I mean, commanded a worm, you, you did, a and, giant worm, and it seems to uh, respond to your commands. It's still here. We, we have a ride waiting for us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but right after that, when, when Jumbo <laughs> says that, the, the worm's mouth closes and it takes off. Uh, uh, I can't do anything about that. We'll leave that part out. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah good call. <laughs> I won't write that part down. Now that I'm standing up and staring at everything, what, what did that nature check give me? You're looking at this and you know the, uh, like the ins and outs of, of the inside of trees, how like their cardiovascular system works. Not blood, normally. Not blood, not normally blood. No. Um, this, you're looking at this and the pattern of it and the way that, that it is, and it seems much more like a animal cardiovascular system. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not plant-like. Like, what you're looking at, it's almost as if a plant root system has mutated to resemble something that's more vascular. So, having made that realization i want to seek the heart okay so if this root system is is pulsing i'm going to turn to the boys and to navia and start to share this the root system is pulsing mm-hmm. i'm reading it as if it's a, a animalistic blood system not a not a plant system my god Weird. you're right this isn't plant like at all no but there must be something that's causing this pulsing. I think that there is a heart to this, and we need to find that heart. And then do what? Cure it. Oh, I thought kill it. No. Oh. No. Kill something this grand? No. This, I, this seems to be connected to most of the living things up, uh, up above. I mean, who knows what, it, what, but what, what danger it's doing to, 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 to those, those living things. There's something deeply sick here. It, it truly seems like it. I... I feel like I know what this is. I just can't place it. It's driving me nuts. Is it corruption? Seems like corrupted. She's not trying to figure out what the word is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she just kind of starts like like following it and, and just stomping off, kind of muttering to herself. Is it peaceful here? Does it seem to be it's calm? It's evil. Come, yes. <laughs> the, but that, like, but actively that's antagonistic. That's what's so, for, so kind of weird about it is that, like, yes, there is a beauty to this, this cavern for sure. Like, these mushrooms are very, like, normal. They're giant most, for the most part. Um, but they seem very natural and, 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 you know, right for the space. There are these, you know, kind of flying on, creatures that are... Oh, that are, well, yeah. What are, what's going on with them? Are they just birds? They're, they're more mammalian. Uh, they're not quite bats. Um, but they're not quite uh, birds either. There's, huh. they're, you know, like like everything else here in the Feywild. It's something. It's it's a, a creature heretofore un, unfamiliar to you. Um, but they they seem to kind of just be doing their thing and and natural for the environment. They're not um, paying you any mind. They're also, you know, this is a very very tall cavern. It is many stories high. Um, so you, they are high above you. Oh, it occurs to me that the boys probably don't know that there's an entire root system all through. Oh, yeah, because they wouldn't be able to see it. Because they can't see it. Yeah. So I'll communicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I don't know how you two are feeling, but I know Navy has been through the ringer and I'm awful tired myself. I don't sense any immediate danger. I wonder if we should take a short rest. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. 
I wouldn't mind a long one myself. If if we feel comfortable here, maybe we could. Ladies, do you think that these mushrooms might be edible? Or it's we did leave the fish sticks upstairs. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. My uh, my 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 locked in nature roll twelve <laughs> can tell us whether or not they're edible. Oh, actually, roll survival for uh to see if these are good to go. Even better, five. <laughs> All right, oh, Nav- Navia is going with chess. So she's got a 19 and is going to say, ah, yes, they, uh, they kind of just appear to be like really big versions of normal mushrooms. They don't, yeah, so I think, I think we're good to go. Maybe we can just like carve one off and, and roast, it up, roast it up. And I would appreciate the rest, Cat. Thank you for, for, for bringing that up. It's that fucking spider. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you got in that. Worm's mouth. I had to try it. I'm glad I did. I'm not. I, my fingernails are hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta trust me a little bit more. Trust you? Yeah. You were, You did not want to join me. You just walked inside of a worm's mouth? For To, be, to keep everybody safe. Well, I didn't feel safe. If it had eaten you, I would have felt bad. So, I'm glad it was just me. It was just unfortunate that I didn't know it was going to take off like that. Is that an apology? Do I need to apologize? Majumbo's just like slow, slowly carving mushroom looking at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't get in the worm's mouth? Yeah, no. No. I'm Majumbo taught me earlier there are three rules to your adventuring. Yeah. Always turn left, be flexible, and always communicate. Mm-hmm. I did. I communicated exactly what I was going to do. But now you're communicating in circles around me. You need to communicate that with us, and we have to agree on it so that the rest of us don't have to grab onto a worm that's rushing away. It could have been so easy to fall off of it. It could have been. I, it's one of those things. I'm used to just adventuring with one person. Ah, uh, yes, I can see what is happening here. We are becoming a party. Oh. Mm. Yeah, we're yeah. becoming a party. Okay, this is all starting to make sense. All right, Kat, you're right. We need to change the rules for a party. We do need to change the rules for a party, I agree. Yeah. All right. Rule change. Rule number one. Yes. Communicate. That's number top priority. Yes. Okay. Different now. When it's just the two of us. Yes. Someone goes left, the other follows, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Now that we are a party, communicate. Communicate. Got it. Right. I'm going to sit down. Okay. Not everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration for that. Yes. <laughs> Both of you. Sunil <laughs> <laughs> so sits uh, after communicating. So, and you guys, uh, you know, make a make a little campfire, make your little camp, cook up your mushrooms, um, and have your uh, have your rest, and continue to discuss. Well, we okay. So we are party now. We all agree. We are we are adventuring together. This is wonderful news. I'm not breaking up. Yeah, I think this has to happen. We are, no, we are no longer partners of convenience. We are, we are in this together. Yes. By necessity. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I guess rule number two is <laughs> Sass is acceptable. Great. <laughs> She's so good at it. Uh, I guess we could make rule number three go left, but if we're trying to find this heart, maybe that... Uh, well, what, I, guess, I guess we should maybe reestablish our goals a little bit. Are we looking for... Are uh, are missing uh, friends? Or are we uh, are we trying to find this heart? We we have. Well, here, let me stop you right here. I don't think 
the missing friends are here. However, we did come down here in search of the white oak. We did. Oh, it's possible that the guests were captured by the white oak cult, came down these steps, went inside of a worm, were transported to here or further, and are further down where we are? Ordinarily, I would say that's an absurd idea. But every single person, place, thing, being we have encountered here in the Feywild has surprised me. Yeah. So I've, yes. Possible. At this point. Hmm. We might be able to kill two birds with one stone. It stands to reason that that this evil cult could be behind this evil infection. I hope that we can solve it. I hope that we can solve both problems. I, I, I do want to get home. I, I do you? I, I think yes. I, I think you do, and 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 our our new friends do. And there's something about this place. It's not. It's not what I thought it was. It's it's, it's different and. There's evil here. I wasn't expecting evil here. I don't know why. I, 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 it's unfamiliar evil, too. At least I feel more equipped to handle things in our world. There's just too many questions, and it's not at all what I thought it was. And, and the danger here was not what, what they told us it was. They, they, they said it was this amazing, magical place full of wonder and, and beauty and all these things. And, and it was for a moment, but, but now... It's the same problems that we have back home where there's evil cults and, and evil trees and, and the strange blood, and if, even if it is blood, what, I mean, yeah, and she cuts one of the roots. Oh. Mm. Uh, and it sprays over all of you. Oh. Navia! And it tastes like blood. Oh, okay, you're right, this is blood. I didn't think it was going to be it's, literal. Whose blood is this? Don't look at me. And she, she holds up a hand to the cut that she made, and she uh, casts a, a healing spell and closes up the wound. She, sa- she mutters uh, an apology in Elvish, <laughs> uh, as she does. Literal, literal liquid blood. I, I, I just thought that it resembled veins. I didn't, I didn't think that, that roots could bleed. This is, oh, this is horrible. Oh, yeah, we need to figure this out before we find the guests. This is real bad. Friends, in the, uh, in the interest of communication, now that we are a party, I have a suspicion that I want to share with you with, with some apprehension, because I do hope that I am wrong. Please, what is it? Back home in, in Blasnamzerid, when, when I was growing up, we would hear stories and, and of the founding of the city long ago, generations and generations and generations ago of the traders who came to the, the crossroads where they ultimately established the city and what they were fleeing in the West. These powerful creatures, these powerful merchants who had controlled, you know, all trade and in the world at the time. My ancestors, they fought against them. They tried to, they tried to overtake them. But no weapon could, could harm these, these merchants, these, these powerful, powerful creatures. And they, they lived off of blood, and we called them vampires. That's it. That's the thing that there's. Were you remembered? I yeah. They, 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 it, one of the one of the the most ancient texts that that we had at at here talked about the, uh, the that something going back to to 
a a a, 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 con- a convergence time where where the, the, the when when all the realms were to, were together there was there were there were certain creatures that that mixed in ways they weren't supposed to and 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 vampires were 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 one of them but but i i never expected that they would be this coordinated or intelligent or be able to corrupt a being like this a root system that that's well let's slow down because we we still haven't seen one we haven't met yeah how big do they get how many legs do they have See, qu- good questions that we haven't uh, uh, answers to. All we know is that we have a tree system that's full of blood. Perhaps these are still wives' tales, and this is something else that's going on. Either way, it does not bode well for Plintherin's guests. Or the trees. Oh. I, I, the people, yes. Sure. I, I suppose in the, in the interest of communication, federal party members, uh, we should finish our rest and perhaps get back to it. If if what you say is true, Majumba, then we we have to stop them. I agree. As do I. Oh, yeah. yep. I don't feel rested, though. <laughs> it's all right, my friend. I'll take the first watch. You go ahead and, you know, try to get some rest. I'm going to process this. Yes. Information. I'm going to go clean off this blood. <laughs> There are little pools of there water. There are little right? pools of water all over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the water is uncorrupted and very nice and cool and refreshing. Oh, there is good. Take a little bath. <laughs> uh, and the rest of you rest. And after some time, Katheria finishes her bath and you return to the group. Nils and, and Majumbo are both asleep at this point. Navia is keeping watch. And she says, Go ahead. Go ahead and. And get some sleep, cat. It's it's fine. I I already grabbed a quick meditation while while the boys were watching. Are you sure? Yeah, it's no trouble. Go ahead. I, I know I know that you humans need your sleep. Right. And when Gatheria lays her head down, closes her eyes, tries to sleep. Can't. And not because your mind's racing or because the stress of the situation. But something else happens. You find yourself entering a kind of trance-like state. It's somewhere between consciousness and unconsciousness. Something you've never experienced before. And you feel, as you kind of lay your head down on your bedroll, let yourself kind of relax into the, into the earth beneath you, you feel stronger than a moment before the pulsing of those the blood and the roots. You can hear in in crystal clarity the droplets of the water as they as they slap into the pools. And and you feel a connection to this cavern that you didn't, you know, a moment ago in a way that is relaxing. Gives you a oneness with nature in a way that you haven't really experienced before. And as you let this happen and you sink into it, you, your vision kind of clouds and it drifts off and you think, okay, finally sleep. Yeah. But it's not. Because you're overcome with a different kind of vision. Not quite a dream. Not quite 
a premonition, but these kind of vague images as though you're uh as though you're looking at a you're looking at the world through a kaleidoscope or through a like foggy telescope clouded lens and you see the city the elven city but you're seeing it from a perspective that you've never seen before you're seeing it from atop the central pillar you're looking out over it over the massive sprawl the elven city and the entire Feywild before you. And you see this image, and you look down, you're just looking at like, what is happening? And through that same foggy, frosted lens kind of feeling, your hands are not your hands, they're masculine. You're not wearing your clothes, but you're, you're in a, a more simple kind of like toga-type garb. Uh, and you look around and flying above you circling this this platform with all, all these there you're surrounded by all these people on this platform uh, similarly dressed and in, in you know uh like formal kind of togas and robes and things gold clasps nature imagery everywhere flowers all around vines growing over things all elves before you uh, they're looking up at you almost expectingly, in the background, in the sky, circling this, this platform, are dragons. D&D&D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan.